Chapters 32 through 37 of Job, American Standard Version. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information and to find out how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sam Stinson. Chapter 32. So these three men ceased to answer Job, because he was righteous in his own eyes. Then was kindled the wrath of Elihu, the son of Barakel the Buzite, of the family of Ram, against Job, was his wrath kindled, because he justified himself rather than God. Also against his three friends was his wrath kindled, because they had found no answer, and yet had condemned Job. Now Elihu had waited to speak unto Job, because they were elder than he. And when Elihu saw that there was no answer in the mouth of these three men, his wrath was kindled. And Elihu the son of Barakel the Buzite answered and said, I am young, and ye are very old. Wherefore I held back, and durst not show you mine opinion. I said, Days should speak, and multitude of years should teach wisdom. But there is a spirit in man, and the breath of the Almighty giveth them understanding. It is not the great that are wise, nor the aged that understand justice. Therefore I said, Hearken to me, I also will show mine opinion. Behold, I waited for your words, I listened for your reasonings, whilst ye searched out what to say. Yea, I attended unto you, and behold, there was none that convinced Job, or that answered his words among you. Beware, lest ye say, We have found wisdom, God may vanquish him, not man. For he hath not directed his words against me, neither will I answer him with your speeches. They are amazed, they answer no more, they have not a word to say. And shall I wait because they speak not, because they stand still and answer no more? I also will answer my part, I also will show mine opinion, for I am full of words, the spirit within me constraineth me. Behold, my breast is as wine which hath no vent. Like new wineskins, it is ready to burst. I will speak that I may be refreshed. I will open my lips and answer. Let me not, I pray you, respect any man's person. Neither will I give flattering titles unto any man. For I know not to give flattering titles. Else would my Maker soon take me away. End of chapter 32 Chapter 33 how be it, Job, I pray thee, hear my speech, and hearken to all my words. Behold, now I have opened my mouth, my tongue hath spoken in my mouth. My words shall utter the uprightness of my heart, and that which my lips know, they shall speak sincerely. The Spirit of God hath made me, and the breath of the Almighty giveth me life. If thou canst, answer thou me, set thy words in order before me, stand forth, Behold, I am toward God even as thou art. I also am formed out of the clay. Behold, my terror shall not make thee afraid, neither shall my pressure be heavy upon thee. Surely thou hast spoken in my hearing, and I have heard the voice of thy words, saying, I am clean, without transgression. I am innocent, neither is there iniquity in me. Behold, he findeth occasions against me. He counteth me for his enemy. He putteth my feet in the stocks, he marketh all my paths. Behold, I will answer thee, in this thou art not just, for God is greater than man. 
why dost thou strive against him, for that he giveth not account of any of his matters? For God speaketh once, yea, twice, though man regardeth it not, in a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falleth upon men, in slumberings upon the bed. Then he openeth the ears of men, and sealeth their instruction, that he may withdraw man from his purpose, and hide pride from man. He keepeth back his soul from the pit, and his life from perishing by the sword. He is chastened also with pain upon his bed, and with continual strife in his bones, so that his life abhorreth bread, and his soul dainty food. His flesh is consumed away, that it cannot be seen, and his bones that were not seen stick out. Yea, his soul draweth near unto the pit, and his life to the destroyers. If there be with him an angel, an interpreter, one among a thousand, to show unto man what is right for him, then God is gracious unto him, and saith, Deliver him from going down to the pit. I have found a ransom. His flesh shall be fresher than a child's. He returneth to the days of his youth. He prayeth unto God, and he is favorable unto him, so that he seeth his face with joy, and he restoreth unto man his righteousness. He singeth before men, and saith, I have sinned, and perverted that which was right, and it profited me not. He hath redeemed my soul from going into the pit, and my life shall behold the light. Lo, all these things doth God work, twice, yea, thrice with a man, to bring back his soul from the pit, that he may be enlightened with the light of the living. Mark well, O Job, hearken unto me, hold thy peace, and I will speak. If thou hast anything to say, answer me. Speak, for I desire to justify thee. If not, hearken thou unto me. Hold thy peace, and I will teach thee wisdom. End of chapter 33. Chapter 34. Moreover, Elihu answered and said, Hear my words, ye wise men, and give ear unto me, ye that have knowledge. For the ear trieth words, as the palate tasteth food. Let us choose for us that which is right. Let us know among ourselves what is good. For Job hath said, I am righteous, and God hath taken away my right. Notwithstanding my right, I am accounted a liar. My wound is incurable, though I am without transgression. What man is like Job, who drinketh up scoffing like water, who goeth in company with the workers of iniquity, and walketh with wicked men? For he hath said, It profiteth a man nothing that he should delight himself with God. Therefore hearken unto me, ye men of understanding. Far be it from God that he should do wickedness, and from the Almighty that he should commit iniquity. For the work of a man will he render unto him, and cause every man to find according to his ways. Yea, of a surety, God will not do wickedly, neither will the Almighty pervert justice. Who gave him a charge over the earth, or who hath disposed the whole world? If he set his heart upon himself, if he gather unto himself his spirit and his breath, all flesh shall perish together, and man shall turn again unto dust. If now thou hast understanding, hear this, hearken to the voice of my words. Shall even one that hateth justice govern? And wilt thou condemn him that is righteous and mighty? Him that saith to a king, Thou art vile, or to nobles, Ye are wicked. 
that respecteth not the persons of princes, nor regardeth the rich more than the poor, for they all are the work of his hands. In a moment they die, even at midnight. The people are shaken and pass away, and the mighty are taken away without hand. For his eyes are upon the ways of a man, and he seeth all his goings. There is no darkness nor thick gloom where the workers of iniquity may hide themselves. For he needeth not further to consider a man that he should go before God in judgment. He breaketh in pieces mighty men in ways past finding out, and setteth others in their stead. Therefore he taketh knowledge of their works, and he overturneth them in the night, so that they are destroyed. He striketh them as wicked men in the open sight of others, because they turned aside from following him, and would not have regard in any of his ways, so that they caused the cry of the poor to come unto him, and he heard the cry of the afflicted. When he giveth quietness, who then can condemn? And when he hideth his face, who then can behold him? Alike whether it be done unto a nation or unto a man, that the godless man reign not, that there be none to ensnare the people. For hath any said unto God, I have borne chastisement, I will not offend any more. That which I see not, teach thou me. If I have done iniquity, I will do it no more. Shall his recompense be as thou wilt, that thou refusest it? For thou must choose, and not I. Therefore speak what thou knowest. Men of understanding will say unto me, Yea, every wise man that heareth me. Job speaketh without knowledge, and his words are without wisdom. Would that Job were tried unto the end, because of his answering like wicked men. For he addeth rebellion unto his sin. He clappeth his hands among us, and multiplieth his words against God. End of chapter 34. Chapter 35. Moreover, Elihu answered and said, Thinkest thou this to be thy right? Or sayest thou, my righteousness is more than God's, that thou sayest, What advantage will it be unto thee? And what profit shall I have more than if I had sinned? I will answer thee, and thy companions with thee. Look unto the heavens and see, and behold the skies which are higher than thou. If thou hast sinned, what effectest thou against him? And if thy transgressions be multiplied, what doest thou unto him? If thou be righteous, what givest thou him? Or what receiveth he of thy hand? Thy wickedness may hurt a man as thou art, and thy righteousness may profit a son of man. By reason of the multitude of oppressions they cry out, they cry for help by reason of the arm of the mighty. But none saith, Where is God my Maker, who giveth songs in the night, who teacheth us more than the beasts of the earth, and maketh us wiser than the birds of the heavens? There they cry, but none giveth answer, because of the pride of evil men. Surely God will not hear an empty cry, neither will the Almighty regard it. How much less, when thou sayest thou beholdest him not, the cause is before him, and thou waitest for him. But now, because he hath not visited in his anger, neither doth he greatly regard arrogance. Therefore doth Job open his mouth in vanity, he multiplieth words without knowledge. End of chapter 35. Chapter 36. Elihu also proceeded and said, Suffer me a little, and I will show thee, 
for I have yet somewhat to say on God's behalf. I will fetch my knowledge from afar, and will ascribe righteousness to my Maker. For truly my words are not false, one that is perfect in knowledge is with thee. Behold, God is mighty, and despiseth not any. He is mighty in strength of understanding. He preserveth not the life of the wicked, but giveth to the afflicted their right. He withdraweth not his eyes from the righteous, but with kings upon the throne he setteth them for ever, and they are exalted. And if they be bound in fetters, and be taken in the cords of afflictions, then he showeth them their work, and their transgressions, that they have behaved themselves proudly. He openeth also their ear to instruction, and commandeth that they return from iniquity. If they hearken and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity, and their years in pleasures. But if they hearken not, they shall perish by the sword, and they shall die without knowledge. But they that are godless in heart lay up anger. They cry not for help when he bindeth them. They die in youth, and their life perisheth among the unclean. He delivereth the afflicted by their affliction, and openeth their ear in oppression. Yea, he would have allured thee out of distress into a broad place where there is no straightness, and that which is set on thy table would be full of fatness. But thou art full of the judgment of the wicked. Judgment and justice take hold on thee. For let not wrath stir thee up against chastisements, neither let the greatness of the ransom turn thee aside. Will thy cry avail that thou be not in distress, or all the forces of thy strength? Desire not the night, when peoples are cut off in their place. Take heed, regard not iniquity, for this hast thou chosen rather than affliction. Behold, God doeth loftily in his power, who is a teacher like unto him, who hath enjoined him his way, or who can say, Thou hast wrought unrighteousness. Remember that thou magnify his work, whereof men have sung, all men have looked thereon, man beholdeth it afar off. Behold, God is great, and we know him not. The number of his years is unsearchable, for he draweth up the drops of water, which distill and rain from his vapour, which the skies pour down, and drop upon man abundantly. Yea, can any understand the spreadings of the clouds, the thunderings of his pavilion? Behold, he spreadeth his light around him, and he covereth the bottom of the sea. For by these he judgeth the peoples, he giveth food in abundance. He covereth his hands with the lightning, and giveth it a charge that it strike the mark. The noise thereof telleth concerning him, the cattle also concerning the storm that cometh up. End of chapter 36 Chapter 37 Yea, at this my heart trembleth, and is moved out of its place. Hear, O oh, hear the noise of his voice, and the sound that goeth out of his mouth. He sendeth it forth under the whole heaven, and his lightning unto the ends of the earth. After it a voice roareth, he thundereth with the voice of his majesty, and he restraineth not the lightnings when his voice is heard. God thundereth marvelously with his voice. Great things doeth he, which we cannot comprehend. For he saith to the snow, Fall thou on the earth. Likewise to the shower of rain, and to the showers of his mighty rain. He sealeth up the hand of every man, 
that all men whom he hath made may know it. Then the beasts go into coverts, and remain in their dens. Out of the chamber of the south cometh the storm, and cold out of the north. By the breath of God ice is given, and the breath of the waters is straitened. Yea, he ladeth the thick cloud with moisture, he spreadeth abroad the cloud of his lightning, and it is turned round about by his guidance, that they may do whatsoever he commandeth them upon the face of the habitable world, whether it be for correction, or for his land, or for loving-kindness, that he cause it to come. Hearken unto this, O Job, stand still, and consider the wondrous works of God. Dost thou know how God layeth his charge upon them, and causeth the lightning of his cloud to shine? Dost thou know the balancings of the clouds, the wondrous works of him who is perfect in knowledge? How thy garments are warm, when the earth is still by reason of the south wind? Canst thou with him spread out the sky, which is strong as a molten mirror? Teach us what we shall say unto him, for we cannot set our speech in order by reason of darkness. Shall it be told him that I would speak, or should a man wish that he were swallowed up? And now men see not the light which is bright in the skies, but the wind passeth and cleareth them. Out of the north cometh golden splendor, God hath upon him terrible majesty. Touching the Almighty, we cannot find him out. He is excellent in power, and in justice, and plenteous righteousness, he will not afflict. Men do therefore fear him. He regardeth not any that are wise of heart. End of chapter 37